0: Hello and welcome. This is Vanessa Growlish, and today I want to talk about uh, my weight loss journey. I have this project that I want to lose weight, get fit, and become a Zumba and a a yoga instructor. So these two things are two things that are way out of my uh, comfort area, to put it away. So I said, you know what? Why not? Do it, master it, and just feel good about it. So this is basically how this project started. Since I was uh, little, I'm from Venezuela, and I'm, my, I'm 40 years old, so you kind of have an idea of my generation eating habits. And I come from the generation you know, of Twinkies, like all of that junk garbage that we used to have in the 80s. And then, of course, I was uh, an overweight kid during my middle school, then high school, then in high school, then I lost weight. And then when I, so I was always like, I want to say the word chubby. I hate that word, but yes, I was a chubby kid and I was a chubby girl. And I tell you that it never really bothered me to, because I always felt like my personality made up for the fact that I didn't look, you know, appropriated to put it that way how, not appropriate, but I didn't look, uh, no fit. Like I didn't just basically look my best to put it away because it's not about being skinny or being fat. No, it's about feeling good and being able to turn around, being able to shave your legs. That's how I feel, is, feel good is about being able to be mobile, being able to have flexibility. I don't want to be a bong. I don't care about that. And I think like, uh, again, I want to just make sure that I put this disclosure. I'm not a doctor. Nutritionist or anything like that. I'm just basically discussing here my own experience because I want to make this a project that hopefully I can finish. And I feel like if I don't document it, it might be a little bit harder to follow up. So I am a chubby kid, whatever. Then I go to college, I lose weight. Actually, no, I lost weight when I was not not lost weight, but you know how it is when you turn 18 and you're kind of like, okay, welcome world. So then my weight was good. Then I got married. My weight was okay. Then when I was working for a HEMAS group, I had a lot of pressure because I was a 27 year old running a business, working like a dog from six o'clock in the morning, all the way to like 10, 11 o'clock every single day. I had the center open for seven days a week, almost 24 hours, because I was just saying, this is the time. If I don't do as much as I can, then this is just not going to work. So because of that, um, I was very happy with my outcomes with a math And then, you know, I sold the business. And but those 10 years, they were, you know, I put a lot of investment with my time. I was sitting all the time. And I remember that I had a lot of lollipops because I will have lollipops for the students. I had a lot of students that were Jewish. So these lollipops were kosher and they were perfect. And I said, perfect. Everyone can eat the lollipops. And I always felt like maybe the lollipop, I'm very wrong of me because I should not be promoting sugar and lollipop. But um, I was like, oh, you know, maybe with a lollipop, you, you you get less stress. And of course, I was lollipop after lollipop. And that basically was just a catharsis, to put it away. I go, you know, obviously you're sitting the whole day, you're eating junk. The other tutors were, you know, students and they will bring pizza. And I was like, of course, I've been working the whole day. How am I going to reward myself with a pizza? And that's basically the habits that I had. One, good things about myself and don't ask me why I hate beverages that have gas. So I don't drink. I don't like alcohol and I don't like anything like Coke or like Pepsi or like any sodas. I can't stand that. But um, I used to drink coffee with milk and sugar. Then I cut that. And now I just drink coffee like just black coffee because I realized that when you go and you get those frappuccinos and all that. That's really not coffee. And then when you start drinking black coffee, this is what happened to me. Then I was like tasting the caffeine and the bean. And I was like, yes, what I am. You know, I just felt like I was cheating myself, no drinking (laughs) the real coffee. So then from there, I was working, 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 working and gained a lot of weight. And then there was a point that I was 34 years old and I said, enough. I have to get back in shape. At this point, my husband and I were like, okay do we have children? You know, what do we do? And I said, if I have kids at this weight, I'm going to just basically become a diabetic. And that was my biggest concern because genetically my father uh, passed away. He was 47 and my grandfather from my dad's size, I think was the same age of a heart attack. It was honestly something genetic that has to do with the males, whatever, but it doesn't matter. It's still being overweight. You you you, ha, you are you know riskier to have a stroke, have a heart attack, heart failure, and all that. So then from there I said, okay, um, how do I do this? Uh, this I say if I want to you know have kids and all this, I have to balance myself. And where where do I find that balance to put it away? So I said, not a problem. I'm gonna go ahead and you know read how to lose weight. But I like what I wanted to really understand is like how do you do it? We you know like naturally easy I am not the type of person that can follow recipes I don't cook I'm a terrible cook and I don't like shakes or like I just say like what I what I'm eating that is not the best so from there I got this book called sugar busters which for me it helped me understand how sugar sugar it's basically your worst enemy. In my case, it was my worst enemy. And when I say sugar, I'm talking about like anything that you know increases your your glycemic index. From there, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna eat rice. I'm gonna have a sweet potato. And I started just basically like you know substituting. And when I say substituting, I'm not the type of person that goes and get like diet bread. I just say I just shouldn't have bread, or you know, unless it's a meal that I really want and like I want to eat it with bread, then. I just treat myself. So just those little things, I learned it on the way. I lost the weight. Um, Then I got pregnant. And while I was pregnant, I had, uh, it was just awful. I was working from home. This is 2016. And I could only, it was bad because I had this uh, condition that you just basically eat and you throw up and you throw up. And I had zero energy. I lost a lot of weight and all what I could eat was insured, basically, like just, uh, you know, nutritional drinks, and I just had the worst time of my life, because I was nauseous from the beginning all the way to the delivery day. I think, like, I had natu- a natural birth when the placenta came out, and I'm sorry if I'm being gross with this, if any man is watching this, it doesn't matter, it's good to learn. When the placenta was out, I felt like my hormones were like, wow. And the first thing I asked, I was like, can I please have a glass of water with ice? Because I couldn't even drink ice or water because I had to basically like be limited of how much I will drink because I will just throw up even if I drank water. It was awful. So then I had Vera. And of course, being a mom, working from home, I just basically let myself go because it was Vera. It was work. And this is the time that I was also uh, the president of the association because I was like, of course I can do this. And it was just so much work, 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 work. Being a mom, working mom, be the president of the association. And it basically, I did not become the president of the association at that point for by choice, by like, oh, I want to do it. It was just necessary. We had like two hurricanes. And if someone didn't take over, it was just going to be a problem. And I said, if I don't take over and I, you know, make sure that, we figured out how to get out of this mess, then, of course, you know, my, the repercussions are going to be worse. So all of this stress, and of course, uh, just naturally then, um, there was a point that I said, Peter and I discussed, and we're like, okay, let's just take a break, and this is when we go to Asia. And when I go to Asia, um, wow, that just basically, like, affirmed my, my, my thoughts of, about sugar. Everything in, in China, when you will eat it, had no sugar so i remember they brought like this cake anytime the kids will graduate they had like these cakes with like um like a white cream you know like the egg cream that you make and you know it looks so good and then they put like fruits on the top and remember like the kids were given like these huge pieces and i was like oh my god these kids are going to be jumping off the wall when i ate the cake it had No sugar. And when I say no sugar, no stevia, none of that. Because I feel like if you're gonna cut sugar, cut it. That's me. Because for me, what I what I learned in China is that they don't eat sugar and they don't eat lactose. Like the people that I was around, at least, and in Asia, and honestly, none of them had a well, maybe out of like 30 of the Chinese teachers, there was one that was overweight. And when I say overweight, like, like she, she could get fit like in two months to put it away. And I just felt like, wow, these people really understand how to do it, to put it away. And when you see them eat then they will, they will eat like soup in the morning. They don't eat bread. Um, yes, they do weird things and whatever. It's a culture thing. Like sometimes they will snack on like Rabbit, like it was like a rabbit. I didn't know what it was, but it was something with a rabbit, or they they do like weird things like that. But at the same time, they question why would I eat french fries? And I was like, You're absolutely right. (laughs) French fries are way much worse than eating this little thing. Anyhow, the point is that I stopped basically. Um, I the thought of like, Oh, maybe if I have this and it tastes like if I put a stevia or whatever, I said, You know what? I just want my brain to forget how sugar tastes like and that's when i started feeling the reality of how the food tastes when you actually cut sugar or you cut like bread and how i substituted it It was just basically with sweet potatoes so i thought that sugar bosses was a good start because it just um basically you know was based on the glycemic index and i felt that everything that had like you know that will not like pick your glycemic index was healthy fruits that you know no banana but like if you if if you eat like certain type of fruits and you do feel that your body is telling you thank you <laughs> so from there i come back from asia and god i had literally like off again like my weight was bad because all what i ate in china was noodles and noodles and noodles and rice and rice and rice i will I was there and I was like, how? I am not going to eat fried rice every day here in China. And it was, I will have the vegetarian rice. And <laughs> let me tell you, it was just so delicious. Not only was it delicious, I think it was worth 30 cents. Like a huge thing of fried rice, like made in front of you for 30 cents. I was like, I can't. I'll, I'll deal with my weight when I come back to the States. So this is where I am right now. So then the pandemic happens. And of course, everything was much more limited. The stress. I remember going to the groceries and, you know, (laughs) like everyone, like the snacks will last basically like the snacks that you will buy for like for two weeks. Everyone had eaten them by like two days because the level of stress of 2020 was just like beyond awful. Anyhow, from there, I say just like anyone, you know, said I'm going to do this. I have been I was a YouTuber in 2008. But my videos don't show my face. It's all, they're all instructionals. And I said, you know what? I have to do something that I see myself all the time so I can actually, because you don't go out, you don't do things, you're just basically like, God, you're in, you know, in the house the whole day talking to a computer. And I said, I have to do something that motivates me to get my hair done, get ready. Because when you are a mother and you work from home and you have so much going on, Man, it, it's it's just you know it just it's just so easy. And I'm not saying this is an excuse, but it is very easy to let yourself go because your needs are the ones <laughs> being taken care of at last. And it's not something that you don't you do it purposely. But if you have, for example, if you're homeschooling, like I'm homeschooling too, you have to you know you already planned three hours in the morning that they could have been for you, but now they're not because you're a mom. So it is. It is, you know, stressful. No, I don't want to say stressful. It's challenging because we shouldn't see life like that either. But it can get to that point if, and then the the attitude goes to the wrong place if you just don't switch it. And that's what I said. I said, enough. Who cares if, you know, uh, how do I make this situation better? And that's how I always feel like, you know, in life we should be like, okay, if if this is happening, how do I get myself better? And that's basically what I said. I said, you know what? I'm gonna start a podcast. Then from there, my I you know I reconnected with my two friends, Raima and my two, and my friend Adriana, and I took a class with Raima, and that class was about basically like you know self improvement. That class was incredible, and she one day she said like, "Oh, you should have integrity um, with yourself," and that was it. I was like, "How can I not?" you know, go back to to basically think like, how can I improve myself? How can I get myself to a point that, you know, I feel comfortable shaving my legs. And I'm just saying this because I think this is important. It's not about looking skinny and looking, no. It's about feeling good. Um, I have been now uh, doing weight training. I had never in my life given myself the opportunity of doing weight training and actually also doing kickboxing at home. And I'm doing all this from YouTube in my, and, and, and I try to figure it out. The space is very small. And I, I always try to figure out, say, okay, I have to give myself 20, 30 minutes in the morning and I've just come to the Atomic Habit and I've been also, you know, in the morning I just get like a shot of like a motivational from TED Talks or like in YouTube because it's something that you have to do every single day. And then now I have this project that um, I want to basically learn about yoga and I said, you know what, if I can do this, if I can become a Zumba instructor, if I can figure it out, how to also get the yoga, and then make money and being fit, double dip. So that's where I want to go. I want to, um, I'm putting here a video of TED Talks, which is the math behind losing weight. Incredible. Um, I'm just going to do the summary. Move more and eat less. (laughs) Basically, that's how, and breathe more. He talks about how we lose weight, and this is an incredible video that you should watch. And if I find other links, you know, while I'm editing this podcast, I'm going to put them. um, I have lost since September 17 pounds, but I still have 15 to go. So I'm going to be updating myself and you guys. And hopefully, you know, I'll get there. And hopefully someone else tells me like, when I said, you know what, I want to do this today too. And it's, it's something that I think like, It's a word that you do all the time, but then if you're able to say, but now I'm going to win the battle, and this time I am. Let's do this. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is Vanessa Growlish, and I hope you have a great day.